Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. With Jesse and Anita. We are in St. Louis. Yes, St. Louis, Missouri, at a Marian conference uh, here at the Renaissance Hotel. And Jesse will be speaking tomorrow and Sunday. And we got some wonderful speakers throughout the weekend besides him. And um, we look forward to being here and, and, and all the people. Yeah, if you live anywhere close to this area, here's here's the conference you want to be at. Yeah. Father Mitch Pock was here. Yeah. Uh, Father Bill Casey's here. Monsignor Rossetti, um, Dr. Ray Grandi. Yeah. myself it's uh it's going to be a it's going to be a, a, a great weekend yes uh, and and that's what catholics needs they need inspiration yeah. and encouragement so we can keep on fighting the good fight of faith that's what conferences are for it's, yeah. it's, it's just to encourage come, it's to encourage you to say don't give right. up don't give up keep on keep going. going we're almost mm -hmm. there we're almost there yeah we got two shows today or two topics we wanted we want to broach we're going to be talking about the beatles and their connection with the occult and then also going to be talking about the diabolical component to feminism. Mm -hmm. There is a diabolical component to it. So yes. that's what we're going to be talking about today. But the mm -hmm. month of May. Yeah, the Blessed Virgin Mary. In May, it's spring in North America. And the flowers are beginning to bloom. And the earth is fresh and new, symbolizing new life. Amen. Mary's yes, her fiat, to bear Jesus to the world, gave us new life. She is a new Eve of the new creation. So this month, as Mother's Day is celebrated, we celebrated last Sunday. Remember not only your earthly mother, but honor a holy mother all, all this month. Of course, we always honor her by praying the rosary yes. every day, uh, 365 days of the year. Hopefully, we all do that. Yep. And uh, and and not uh, fail because. Um, that's you know, right. she's the neck and she leads us to Christ. That's yes. what the rosary, rosary, the she, ladder to heaven. Yep, she's, and, a, she's uh, the neck of the mystical yep, body of absolutely, Christ. Absolutely, absolutely. Want to mention a little bit of good news before we get on to the topic. Yes, oh yes, yes. The Dodgers to... Knicks Award to Anti-Catholic Drag Group. Yes. So the Los Angeles Dodgers on Wednesday announced that they will not, that's N-O-T, mm -hmm. not honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at an upcoming event after a Catholic vote. They're uh, AKA drag queens. Drag queens. Catholic vote called on baseball fans to contact the team. Uh, Brian Birchman, Catholic vote, good for him. He good says, for quote, him. Thank well, you. we continue to wonder how such a group was selected in the first place. This incident should serve as a wake up call for all religious believers. Mm -hmm. Unchecked woke corporations have no qualms about exploiting people of faith, mm -hmm. said President Brian Birch. So, uh, it, so the Dodgers invited the the drag Catholic queens vote, a very good organization yeah called the sisters of perpetual mm -hmm. indulgence to basically yeah. mock the catholic faith yeah, and that's what they do all then they were flooded with phone calls and letters mm -hmm. and they backed off and they disinvited mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. but the fact is Do the dodgers is a woke corporation yeah. it's just that they said oh no we don't want to get the bud light treatment right now so we better back off yep because they but trust me that what, they're going to have a lot of empty seats yeah, do you do you even stands. think do you think the dodgers will even think about let's have a drag queen a drag queen islamic uh parade absolutely not yeah <laughs> so they they don't like the catholic church and they're saying let's stick it to them oh but oh no we got yep. pushed back these catholics woke up uh they called us up and they yep. complained so let's back, back off 
Dude, but it's in their heart. Yeah. They're, they're an anti-Catholic. This yes. shows that they're an anti-Catholic. They would now, never do this to the Muslims. Now, yeah, they would never do this to the Jews. And now that Vince yeah. Scully, who was the, the announcer for the Dodgers, good, solid Catholic man, now that he is no longer there because he's, rest in peace, he's deceased now, uh, do you think they would have done that? You not under Vince Scully, no. Scully. And unfortunately, there's not enough good Catholics in the organization, or this yeah. would not have happened. Yeah, well, there's, yeah, like you said, it's it's now They're uh, woke. It's a corporation, and it's now owned by um, a corporation that's woke. Yep, mm -hmm. and what it is is, again, they just want to just uh, be friends with the culture. The yes, culture, absolutely. The culture of death. Yep. Okay, let's talk about the Beatles. I've always known that the Beatles, there was a satanic nexus. Uh, I never did a deep dive until pre preparation for the show. But without a doubt, there's a direct yes. connection between the Beatles and the occult. Yes. And this connection has had ramifications for the West. Yep. For the uh, while, while modern pop culture is a moral plague of historic proportions that was largely fermented by the Beatles mm -hmm. and their peers, it can't be emphasized enough that this social ill was carefully charted by infernal forces behind the scene. You know, both mm -hmm. of us were born in, early, in the early in the, 60s. In the, yep, in we the always 60s. heard bits and pieces that yep. the Beatles were Satanists. Yep. But this article that we're sharing, it connects the dots. Yeah, absolutely it does. And, yeah. and if you want to get this article, yep. go to thempr.org yep. right, or, or my website, yes, jesseromero.com. You can get the article. It connects the dots. Yeah. So this article is, before discussing today's rock music, it behooves us to take a look at the late Aleister Crowley. The the early 20th century Satanist and founder of the Thelemic cult, who significantly laid the groundwork for the youth destruction that would mushroom in the later part of the century. It was Crawley who set the stage for Satanists like Anton, Anton LaVey and Kenneth Anger, author of the 1972 film Luther, Lucifer Rising and who is known for his occult practice of sacrificing children in satanic rituals. By the way, in case you're wondering, mm -hmm. Alistair Crowley from Europe, yeah. European Satanist, he died in 1947, but he's yeah. basically the father, the pioneer of modern-day Satanism. Yes. Everybody else, Kenneth Anger, Anton LaVey, Michael broke, Aquino, yeah, everybody else basically has broke off or has been inspired yeah. by him. About uh, division. Yeah. yeah. They're the, yeah, Satan's. Uh, that, that, they do what their yeah, their daddy that tells them to, them to divide. Divide. Yeah. So there's a sinister plan to pervert pervert the young, yeah. mm -hmm. and and this attack on the young went way beyond just killing their bodies. Yeah. Alistair Crowley was obsessed with enticing young people to re to rebel against God and worship Satan. He taught that each person is his own supreme deity, mm -hmm. and he sought to radicalize the youth by instilling in them mm -hmm. the demonic maxim, quote, do whatever thou wilt. That's one of the famous yeah. satanic phrases mm -hmm. that they all use. Makino, mm -hmm. Anton LaVey, mm -hmm. Aleister Crowley, yes. all their music. To this end, Aleister Crowley pioneered the idea of mixing witchcraft, music, and drugs to better enhance his design of perverting the youth and his method was widely implemented mm -hmm. after 1960. Yep. So meanwhile, the satanic elites of Wicca and EMI recording were brewing up a plan to take over the recording industry with the objective of doing away with fine classical music recordings and replacing with degenerate ones. In other words, to replace night. They're going to be replacing 19th centuries of the church influenced music, mainly by Catholicism. 
and introduced the disordered, dark, profane, vulgar music of the 20th century, right? That's pretty much it. That's, that's, that's what the Satanists have done. done. Get rid of 1900 19, years of... The Gregorian chant, yeah, all the sacred church, music. And even now, even... now you know why the music in the Novus Ordo is, is, a, is, a, is a passionate form of... Of, of which worship. comes from the 60s. Yes. It comes from the 60s. Right. The, the, the winged the instruments, wing. tempo, tempo beat, beat, drums. Yeah. That that comes from the secular profane yeah. music, mm -hmm. which was meant to change the culture, and it did. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It has. Mm -hmm. By 1960, the plan was ready to roll, and the plan was to drum up a new fad for the world. Electric guitars, amplifiers, men with long hair. We saw that. Drums pounding. Uh, out rebellious rhythms. The new fad was carefully devised and put together by EM, EMI rec Recording, a network of clandestine elites with ties back to Crawley. A lot of the rock and roll bands, are, our opinion here, uh, paid obeisance, obeisance to Crawley by singing about him and their lyrics and by having his face plastered on their album. I've heard of Crawley yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah, he's, in a lot of the, he's in a lot of the... Led Zeppelin and others, Zeppelin. they mention him. Yeah, there's a song. His, exactly. His face is on yes. their, their photo albums. Mm -hmm. I said, who was, I didn't know who he was back when I was yeah. in you know, my 18, 20, 30s. We didn't 20, know he 30s. was a Satanist. Na, na, yeah. I knew that year, a, a couple of years ago. I remember that song, Mr. Crawley. Yeah. Like, Mr. Crawley. My, my brother Johnny yeah. would go around the house singing it. Yeah. Who is this guy? My brother. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was the Beatles. weird. It was the Beatles that spearheaded this new revolutionary genre under EMI's direction. George Martin, who headed a wing of EMI, created the Beatles, who in turn led the way for rock bands to the future. The plan was to set a new a new beat for society, and this plan was largely set in motion by John Lennon and the Beatles. They were created, bought, and groomed by these satanic elites behind the scene. That makes complete sense to me because... We, yep, we see, yep. when you look at the music in the 60s, it yep. became very disordered. disordered. It went from order, you know, yep. opera, uh, you know, uh, classical music. music. Right. Uh, and it went it, it went from all of a sudden, it just took this nosedive mm -hmm. into disordered music, like people pounding trash mm -hmm. cans. Yeah. Okay, the article continues by saying. So, so Lennon's adulation of Crowley, this is how Lennon saw uh, Crowley. He idolized him. Yeah, he idolized him. So of key significance in the fact that John Lennon idolized Aleister Crowley. In Lennon's me memoirs can, can be found saying of Crowley, including his famous rule of do whatever thou will. Which goes against yeah. Christianity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thy will be, be done. done. Satanism in all forms is yeah. my will be, be done. done. Do yeah. thou do do whatever thou will. That is the whole mm -hmm. of the law. Mm -hmm. Do your will versus so, yeah, do God's, God's will. will. And that's also mm -hmm. what exorcists call Luciferian thinking. Mm -hmm. A Luciferian is somebody who says, well, I don't believe in Satan. But they say, but I just do what I want to do. Yeah, I don't listen right. to the God or the Bible or morality. Yeah. I do what I want to do. Oh, but I don't believe in Satan. That's called Luciferian. Oh, oh. 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 Hey, we're talking about we're talking about the Beatles and the occult connection. We'll be right back. Stick around. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
We are yep. back, family. We love being here on Fridays. TGIF. Yeah. Thank, Thank God, God I'm, I'm forgiven. forgiven. And you're here with Aquila and Prisca. Bison and Sarah. No, 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 no. Two centers, Jessica. But I want to mention something. They all week, if you're reading the, the mass readings, you can see that uh, um, Prisca and Aquila were both um, mentioned today, mentioned, yesterday. Yeah, mentioned in, with Paul in, in his ministry. Yeah. So. They yeah. were amazing. Yeah, they're an amazing couple. They're an amazing couple. Amazing we, couple. We should all strive to be like them. Yes. Uh-huh. So we're talking about the Beatles and their occult connection. This is If you want this article, go to vmpr.org or jesseormary.com, and it connects all the dots for you. But we continue. Okay. So we were at, um, so Crawley was Lennon's mentor and hero, and it was Lennon and the Beatles who cared for Crawley's legacy of corrupting the youth. Mm. The Beatlemania of the early mid-60s would mushroom with uncanny speed and force, which led to a swarm of other bands that followed the same effeminate long hair pattern. Remember. Birds, lo- Birds, Loving Spoon, Phil Zeppelin, these are some of the bands, Black Sabbath, and together they fueled the plague of rock music and drugs that would be the primary instrument of Satan to corrupt the youth and revolutionize West. We grew up around that wow. in the 60s, 70s, and 80s in yes. Southern California. We saw all of this. Yeah, we did. We, we saw did. this the corruption of our culture. Yeah, and many of our friends and, have, have never recovered yeah, from this. Right. And and I think they've stayed a, drug addicts. A lot, a lot of our politicians never recovered for us. Look at how they're governing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah a <laughs> really? lot, no, a lot of politicians were young people. When they're young, they were teenagers they're, they're, at that they're time. They're the same warped drug, yes. drug addicts and sexual degenerates yes. just with suits and ties. Absolutely. They were. Uh, Aleister Crowley died in 1947, and 20 years later, in May 1967, the Beatles released the Sgt. Pepper's album as a tribute to Crowley. Mm. His picture is even portrayed on the front cover as one of the Beatles' heroes. And note the opening lyrics for the opening song. Here's what it says. It says, quote, It was 20 years ago today, Sgt. Pepper taught the band to play. Close quote. So, Sgt. Pepper is the fictitious name for Aleister Crowley, the Satanist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're saying that Sgt. Pepper taught this band, the Beatles, to play, that is, how to behave and act, and to be corrupt, etc. Corrupt behavior was the essence of Aleister Crowley's doctrine. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the essence of Satanism, Mm -hmm. which is why John Lennon called his group Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Mm -hmm. The group consecrated themselves to Aleister Crowley and to his king Satan. They were his band. Yeah. So let's talk about the youth destruction planned by Russia. Mm. So Crowley's work to pervert the young and overthrow moral authority directly ties with Lenin's plan for starting revolution. Quote, corrupt, this is what Lenin said, corrupt the young, Get them away from religion. And what religion are they want to get away Christianity. from? Christianity. Not Islam Not, or Judaism. Get no. them interested in sex. Make them superficial. Destroy their ruggedness. What do they mean by ruggedness? Their chivalry. Patriarchy. Their masculinity. Yeah, chivalry. This is yeah. what they're trying to. Destroy and patriarchy. Doing, yeah, that's what they're doing now. So all of this comes from Lenin. 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 Who was the founder of communism yes. in Russia mm-hmm. under the Bolsheviks. Yep. Len, Lenin want to effeminize our men. men. Check that box. And that's off. what's happening now. Look at drag queens. Destroy religion. Oh, Check I'm that not box. A, I'm not a guy yeah, anymore. Yeah. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. Yeah, we're seeing communism in this oh country right now play out. Yes. We're seeing communism play out. Oh, gosh. So according to former Soviet KGB 
propagandist Yuri Bezmenov, I guess that's how you pronounce Bezmenov. it. Bezmenov. Bezmenov, who worked for the Soviet Union's Novosti press agency until he defected in 1970. The main methods of subversion used by the Marxists in the West were just that, to, quote, corrupt the young, get them interested in sex, take away from religion, make them superficial and enfeebled, cause breakdown of the old moral virtues. On And what are they? Honesty, sobriety, self-restraint, faith and pledge, uh, pledged word. So in other words, Christ, it's Christianity. Christianity. All this that's, comes from Christianity. Yes, those are the faith and the pledge word. Virtues, that's Christianity. Self-restraint. That's Christianity. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you, there's been other thinkers that have said the same thing about the power of music. For example, yeah. Confucius yeah. said, if you want to know the morality of a nation, let me hear the music. Mm-hmm. Plato in his Republic, he said, musical training is a more potent instrument than any other because rhythm and harmony find their way into the inward places of the soul. Mm-hmm. Plato also said musical innovation is full of danger to the state for when modes of music change, the laws of the state always change with them. Wow. He also said lawlessness in music eventually dismantled Athens oh, wow. in Greece. God. Also American philosopher Henry David Thoreau in the 19th century said the, the following, Music Mm -hmm. can be intoxicating. Such apparently slight causes destroyed Greece and Rome and will destroy England and America. Wow, we're on that way to destruction right now. If we don't reboot ourselves with with the social kingship of Christ. Right, we need to. So let's talk about Leninist revolution applied to the church. Yeah, okay. So by the middle, late 60s, we indeed saw this new revolutionary wave of thought sweeping society. The worst of it being that this degenerate influence seeped into the church and engendered the various youth ministries and the contemporary guitar mass, (laughs) an abomination replete with drums, tambourines, microphones, and speakers, all of which were used to project rebellious overtones and lyrics to the faithful. Wow. The guitar mass would serve to profane the mass and set the faithful to the beat of a new gospel from which would ensue dancing, clapping, women in shorts and indecent attire, and also men with earrings, long hair and ponytails, the classic marks of homosexuality. And with this, the pacifists preaching about atomic atomic mercy, forgiveness in spite of sin. Oh, that, he, that, yeah, that's a, that paragraph yeah. is the perfect description of the last 60 years yes, of the church. The church. And it, has it worked? Any, yeah. I don't any, think so. No, it hasn't worked. It's it failed. Worked. A failed experiment. Any any music in, during mm-hmm. mass that causes you to shake your, bi- your you butt like this is wrong music. If you're going to start shaking your body and your butt yep. at mass, that's profane music. Yep. Sacred music doesn't cause you to shake your butt and no. bob your head. No. Mm-mm. I just had a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> According to and it's not the but it's the <laughs> hips back and forth. <laughs> According to Bezmenov, a group of rock or pop musicians were the message of social justice. <laughs> Candy coated with popular spiritual tunes were more helpful to the KGB's plan of subversion than a Marxist standing at the pulpit preaching Marxist Leninist doctrine. Yeah, say. Yep. Give them Marxist theology through the music. Yeah. It doesn't matter what comes from the pulpit. They listen yeah. to the music more. That's that's right, what he's right. saying. It huh. was the Crowley, Alistair Crowley, yeah. European Satanist, yes. 
John Lennon, Beatles, musician. It was that connection yes. that played a key part in establishing this new mod of pop culture, mm -hmm. which the communists then adopted as part of their ammunition against the faith. This attack on the Catholic Church yeah, it's a Catholic is part Church. of let's, a worldwide effort of Satanists mm -hmm. and globalists to dissolve Christianity and bring about a communistic one world government dubbed today as the Great Reset. Isn't that funny? You know, you got the you you got the 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 communists infiltrating our clergy and you got the communists inf infiltrating the music to affect the youth in the church. And also the communists so, infiltrating Politicians. Politicians, yeah. yeah. So we got there you the trifecta. Yeah, it's, it's, Satan, it's Satan's religion. Communism yeah. is Satan's religion. Yeah. So let's take a closer look at John Lennon's satanic connections, right? John Lennon's connection with Crawley and Satan were the culmination of years of immoral behavior. Immorality is what pays one's way to the devil. Lennon was a disturbed lad who would spend his class time drawing belittling pictures of Christ hanging upside down. Hmm. He was obsessed with trying to overturn Christ, which explains why the inverted cross, the peace symbol of the hippies, of the hippies, was his favorite insignia in life. According to renowned exorcist Father Chad Ripperger, John Lennon sold his soul to the devil in 1960. As a pastime, he and his group would, would throw water-filled condoms at the faithful when they walked to church on Sunday morning. One time, Lennon urinated on three nuns as they walked under his balcony, after which he loudly Sacrilege. proclaimed, raindrops from heaven. Wow. They're rude, they're profane, they're vulgar, and they've taken over the world, said Beatles press officer Derek Taylor. It's as if they founded a new religion. They're completely, talking about the Beatles, yeah. they're completely anti-Christ, yeah. I mean, I'm antichrist as well, says Derek Taylor, their press officer, but they're so antichrist, they shock me, which isn't an easy thing to do, close quote. Wow. George Martin said of John Lennon, I believed that he was Satan himself at, at times, close Probably quote. possessed, he not yeah. realizing, maybe. <laughs> I think that Father Ripperger says at the end of the article that he was. Oh. Consider John Lennon's own words concerning Christ. He said this, quote, Jesus, a garlic eating, stinking little yellow, greasy fascist, bastard Catholic Spaniard, close quote. A Spaniard, he, this was written in, in a book, A Spaniard in the Works, page 14 in 1965. Mm -hmm. Blasphemy, Lord. Yeah, blasphemy. So Lord, Lennon, Lord, we yeah. have mercy on our soul, Lord, for even have to report these yes. things. Go ahead. So Lennon here uses the word Spaniard interchangeably with spanner, which in England means wrench. A spanner in the works is equivalent to the American saying, a wrench in the works. What Lenin was saying is that Jesus is the Catholic Spaniard who wrenched our peace. Lenin's idea of peace was, so, was to surrender to the pleasure of sin and Christ's call to put away sensual pleasure and embrace doctrine incited such hatred in Lenin that he spent his career lashing out against Christ, wow. insisting that we give his own brand of Piece of chance. Yeah. This spirit of blasphemy, wow. as reflected in many of his words and writings, for example, in an interview with British journalist Maureen Cleave on May 4th, 1966, John Lennon said the following quote Christianity will go, it will vanish and shrink. I needn't argue about that. I'm right and will be proved right. 
were more popular than Jesus, close quote. Mm -hmm. So he's a classic narcissist. <laughs> yeah, Lenin. Yeah, yep. Lenin. At the root of Lenin's disorder was his need to be a god or idol in the eyes of others. I think most entertainers yep. suffer from mm -hmm. that. So on May 18, 1968, Lenin summoned the other Beatles to a meeting at Apple Corpse in London to announce that he was he was the he was the living living he was a living incarnation reincarnation, reincarnation of, of Jesus. Can you believe that? He said, this "I have the black." This yeah. guy again, like Jesus yeah. warned us in Matthew twenty-four. Yeah. there will be false Christ. Right. Here's one, a classic example. He thought he was Jesus. He, said, he was a false, false Christ, Christ, as Jesus <laughs> prophesied in Matthew yes. twenty-four. Beware of false yeah. Christ. He was that jealous. Come. Jesus. Yeah. Up. Lady Guadalupe, pray for us, Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. Stick around, you'll hear more about this. Uh... Pray for us. Hey, we're back, family. TGIF, thank God yes. I'm forgiven. And we are um, in an undisclosed location at the Renaissance Hotel for the Marion Conference. We're in, in the state of... Uh, <laughs> I'm not so undisclosed. <laughs> in, in the great state of what, Missouri? Uh, yes, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. Be Not Afraid Marion Conference. Yes. Uh, hey, we're, we're talking about the Beatles' connection with the occult. Mm -hmm. Going back all the way to Aleister Crowley, that was their idol. Uh, and you can tell that the, all the Beatles were conflicted because not all of them bought into Satanism. Yep. John Lennon yep. certainly did. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see the way they they unravel, the, the way the group kind of yeah. starts unraveling. Yeah, let's, so, just, yeah. let's go back where he... Uh, John Lennon said he thinks he was, he's Jesus. He's Jesus Christ. I'm Jesus. He says, I, I'm announcing that he was a living reincarnation of Jesus. Yeah. That's what he said. And so either he was diabolically afflicted, a lunatic, or uh, just one of those false prophets that Jesus predicted in Matthew 24 that yeah. there will be people that will come and say that I am Christ. Don't yep. listen to them. Right. And what did he say? He yeah. said, I have something very important to tell you all. I am Jesus wow. Christ. I am back again. He's conflicted because <laughs> yet he hates Jesus. He makes uh, yes. pictures of Jesus and draws them upside down in the cross. He's because yeah. Jesus is is is, is, a, is is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He's got all power and authority. Yes. Yeah. So the other Beatles were taken aback, but said nothing when he said this that mm -hmm. he was Jesus. Nobody cross-examined him. No one contested, and there was some muttering, then silence, until someone suggested the meeting be adjourned for lunch. At the restaurant over lunch, a man came up to John Lennon and said, really nice to meet you. How are you? Actually, John replied, quote, I'm Jesus Christ, close quote. Mm -hmm. This is just one of many instances in which we saw Lennon trying to outshine Christ and deify himself. His pride coupled with his lyrical skills made him a suitable instrument of the devil to deceive and seduce people with his music. Mm -hmm. Demonic suggestion is much better received when transmitted through a pleasurable medium like music Especially when it's base, when it's base, which means dark, yeah, dark. and sensual. Mm -hmm. So, how did he start this revolution? How okay. did Lennon start this music revolution? So, Lennon's music was all about revolution, which is a title of one of the songs on the Beatles' White Album, which was written at the Maharishi Mahish, 
yogi retreat in India that the Beatles and Mia Farrow attended. The album was all about bringing down the United States through revolution, which interestingly coincided coincided with the date of the album's release, November 22nd, 1968, marking the fifth anniversary of the assassination of JFK. Kennedy was eliminated by the global elite to prevent him from further exposing the communist plot to bring down America through revolution. According to Paul McCartney, the heavy metal Helter Skelter song, I remember that yeah, well. Yeah, I remember that mm-hmm. Yeah, played around in my neighborhood. And mm-hmm. the song from their white album was intended to symbolize the fall of the Roman Empire, a pseudonym used by John Lennon to reference the United States. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. John Lennon always said that America was to him the fallen Roman Empire and that New York was the Rome of that empire. His lifelong dream was to come to America to spearhead the revolution and bring about a state of helter-skelter, signifying chaos or disorderly taste. Here's my comment. Guess what? It's here. It's here. All these woke liberal Democrat politicians, Mm -hmm. when they were young, grew up on this satanic hard rock music. music. So the seeds of that rebellious music that promotes revolution has firmly malformed their Mm -hmm. conscience and darkened their intellect. I can just see Biden walking around the White House right now seeing these rock and roll songs in his mind. This is the music that formed his generation and his culture when he was young. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the Lennon-Manson connection. Yeah. Did you know there was such a connection? I didn't know that before this article. Yeah, before this article, it says, none none less than the satanically possessed Charles Manson detected this and adopted the Beatles' white album as his most treasured item, claiming that it was the subliminal music from his album that programmed him to direct the Tate La Bianca murders in Los Angeles in 1969. The Helter Skelter song was particularly influential, evidenced by the fact that the words Helter Skelter were scrawled in Tate's blood across her refrigerator Mm. right after the killings. Manson went on record as idolizing the Beatles as, quote, four angels from the apocalypse, end quote, insisting that the subliminal White Album was their master plan of revolution that he was called upon to execute. Not surprisingly, John Lennon had connections with Charles Manson. Interesting. And had spent time at at the Beverly Beverly Hills residence of rock music producer Terry Melker, the son of Doris Day. Wow. Whose home would later become the residence of Sharon Tate, where she was murdered by the Manson cult. And there's, there's a picture here in this uh, on this article. Yeah, uh, uh, them guarding her house where, yeah. where she was murdered. It says, former Beverly Hills home of Doris Day and her son, Terry Melker, where John Lennon and the Beatles had partied and taken LSD in mm-hmm. 1965. I uh, just want to mention something. Mm-hmm. Remember that LSD yeah. was the experimental drug used by the CIA mm-hmm. back in the 60s as the CIA they've always been corrupt, was practicing their brainwashing technique on innocent military men. Many of them committed suicide. Their brainwashing technique with LSD was called MKUltra. This was taught to the military by Army colonel and psychologist Michael Aquino, who was an open Satanist 
he broke off from Anton LaVey's Church, Church of Satan in, in San Francisco and started his own satanic uh, denomination yeah. called the Temple of Set. As a matter of fact, we did a, a show on him last week. Uh, last week, yeah. So last week, last Friday. Yeah, we did a so, deep dive a on him. So if you want to Friday, yeah. listen about yes. Michael Aquino, you know, listen to last Friday's right. show. Right, a very intelligent man. Yeah, and uh, very evil. Very influential and evil. And that's what the devil and, does. Uh, he uses he very. He committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So Lenin was also a close friend and associate of Mir Mia Farrow, who played the key part in the film Rosemary's Baby. Wow which was a quasi-template of the Sharon Tate murder that would be played out at her residence. Mm. The major difference was that Rosemary and her baby survived the abuse while Tate and her baby didn't. Mm. Wow. What is interesting is that Lennon was murdered at the famous Doc, uh, Dakota? Dakota House in New York where part of the Rosemary's Baby was filmed in 1967. The movie was a cinema version of a satanic sacrifice in the womb that was directed by Tate's husband, Roman Polanski. Look at the connection there. A satanic Hollywood elite. So Roman Polanski, Sharon Tate's husband, was a Satanist. Do you wonder what happened to his wife? This all is all making sense it's making now. sense. You could see the full circle. In the movie, Rosemary's, Rosemary gives birth to the Antichrist. So did you know the satanic prophecy of John Lennon's death? Yeah, well, yeah, John, Lennon, John Lennon's idol, mm -hmm. Aleister Crowley, was, doing, was into doing everything backwards, which provided a basis for Lennon to implement subliminal backward recordings into his music. He was the first ever to achieve this. His November 17, 1980 release, Kiss, 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 when played backwards, says 666 is coming. We shot John Lennon. It can be heard at the 3 minute 27 mark up until the 3 minute 40 mark. Mm. The song was part of Lennon's double fantasy album that was recorded in the in late summer of 1980 by Yoko Ono. Here it is. I didn't know this either. Wow, this A self-proclaimed witch. Wow. Yeah. John Lennon's murder, Mark Chapman, obtained the album and had it autographed by Lennon just hours before killing him. Kiss, Kiss, Kiss became Chapman's favorite song. And at one point, the murderer claimed that it was the song that programmed him to kill John Lennon. John Chapman reportedly listened to this Mark, song. Mark Chapman. Oh, Mark Chapman. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mark Chapman reportedly listened to this song more than any other song in oh his life. Oh, my gosh. And what happens when you listen to something over and over and over, it becomes part of you. Yeah. You know, and it, it starts becomes, influencing yes, your thoughts. Influencing your, your thoughts. Behavior. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah. It influences your thoughts. And look at. Uh, that's why, yes, that's why St. Joan of Arc yeah. says the battle that Satan uh, fights against it's us is in the mind. mind. In the mind. It's in the mind. Yes. Yeah. St. Joan of Arc, pray for us. Yep. John and Yoko apparently were in one, in on the murder together. Lenin had offered himself as a sacrifice for the cult. The plan was to have him archived as a peace-loving martyr to give credibility to his revolution. And Chapman later enhanced this delusion by feigning, feigning, feigning apology for having killed this innocent man. The 1969 Lennon-McCartney release, The Ballad of John and Yoko, was a demonically inspired prophecy of this planned murder so that people could later look back to it as prophetic quote-unquote, evidence that Lenin was a 
crucified victim of peace. Consider the lyrics for the song. So he's trying to imitate the crucifixion, the passion. Yeah. Again, he's he's he's, yeah, he's diabolically afflicted. afflicted. He thinks yep. he's Jesus. Right, right. And what is the what is the lyric he say for the song? Today? He thought he goes, yeah. Now he knows. So as uh, one one being tortured in hell, which is probably where he's at. Yeah. So let him. Uh, so he considers the lyrics from the song. It says, "Quote Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going, they're gonna crucify me." End quote. See, all these losers yeah. think they're Jesus. Yeah, right. So Mark Chapman initially claimed that he killed Lenin in retaliation for a statement about being more popular than Jesus, but this was a lie and a satanically inspired attempt to frame Christians by making them look like they're revenge-seeking hate mongers. This is why he initially, Mark Chapman, went on record as being a Christian. However, his subsequent revelation about being programmed to kill John John Lennon gave him away for what he truly was. He was a pawn yeah. of the devil. Yeah. Father Ripperger believes that Mark Chapman was possessed at the time of the murder. Yeah. Suffice to say, John Lennon's connection with Satan and Aleister Crawley had have had dis- destructive consequences for society. Sin, perversion, and even murder are the fruits of engrossing oneself with rock and roll, especially hard rock. Well, we here she comes here she comes. to save the day. First, ahead of this infernal servant in Jesus' name. All right, we'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Did you know that the Beatles were connected with Satanism? At least John Lennon, at yeah. least uh, at least the, the, the main protagonist, mm-hmm. uh, he was he idolized Aleister Crowley. Yep, and he was uh, he he was murdered. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about. His, uh, yeah. his murder. And for those of you that have the albums, just think about it, what you want to do with them after listening to this show. Yeah, I would get rid of them. I would get rid of them. I would then, personally then probably, get rid of them. Yeah, then but I'd probably, that's up to you. That's something you're going to have to... Then I'd probably to, say a prayer for John yes, Lennon after. It doesn't right. look too good where he's at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, Suffice to say... Suffice to say that uh, John Lennon's connection with Satan and Aleister Crawley have had destructive consequences for society. Look at our society now. Sin, perversion, and even murder are the fruits of engrossing oneself with rock and roll, especially hard rock. So it is hoped that the foregoing on John Lennon and the Beatles might encourage people to shun their band, their, of brand, mu- right. their brand of music, or anything deriving from it. Yeah. So that I mean, that's what we just said, you yeah, know? Right. Yeah. Um, in the book of Revelation, chapter 14, verse 6, here's the way... Angels control the air, yeah. the air, the, the heavenly places, the airways. Demons are fallen angels, so they're also in the air. Look at this, Revelation 14, 6. And I saw another angel flying through the midst of heaven, some translations say through the air, having the eternal gospel to preach unto them that sit upon the earth and over every nation, the tribe and tongue and people, close quote. So notice, angel, the Bible says mm, yeah. angels carry God's word through the air, from one location to another. Yeah. So it only stands to reason that if fallen angels, demons, carry ungodly, profane, lies, deception, evil messages through the air from one location to another. Mm-hmm. That's why Satan is called in Ephesians 2.2, 2, 
the prince of the power of the air, oh, wow. close quote. What does this mean? Satan controls that realm, that field, that kingdom, the air. Since Satan is the prince of the air, he's in control of our airways. He's the prince of technology, and he's established the foundation of his empire here on earth through wow. airwaves, radio waves, wow. TV signals, communication, mm -hmm. entertainment networks, streaming. Mm -hmm. I mean, we went from two you know, black and white TV stations and an analog radio back in 1957 to a sophisticated, interconnected yeah. communication network yep. capable of getting into the heads of almost 8 billion people today and talk about deception, psyops. <laughs> we didn't even realize this. This was a brilliant strategy on yep. his part. Think about yep. this. If Satan, Such a short time, techno technology just yeah. uh, evolved just, rapidly. Just exploded. Exploded, if yeah. that's a better word for it. The, the point that I'm making that if Satan yeah. can talk angels out of heaven, he can talk you into hell. Be mindful of what voices you listen to. Yes, yes. Let's talk about uh, feminism this yeah. last couple of minutes and their link to, uh, yeah. to uh, the abortion. Changing gears here. Yeah, changing gears. <laughs> feminism, abortion, and their link to Satanism. Yeah. Feminism is satanic because it mm. makes the wife a usurper and it makes a husband a sissy, yeah. derelict of his duty, no longer, not, no longer, you know, makes him lead and protects and provides for his family, it makes him effeminate. Mm -hmm. Feminism rejects patriarchy. It introduces disorder into the family. God called the family to follow order. order. Yeah. Feminism is, husband, is a satanic wife, inversion of mm -hmm. the plan that God had for the family. Great article by Carrie Gress, who's written yeah. several books on this, on this topic. Yeah. Here's what she says. She says, a, a new church in California just opened, the Church of Potential Life. Sounds good, right? It was established in response to the Supreme Court Dobbs decision, MSN Insider Reports. It isn't a church to pray for the unborn, as the title could suggest, but to worship abortion and female autonomy. Mm. The founder, Jackie Disforges, I guess Forges, mm -hmm. said her anger and sense of grief over the loss of abortion rights led her to create the provocative symbol of hope. Disforges, an ap apostate Catholic. Drew, Ab abiding Catholic. Ab abiding Catholic, yeah, yeah they're yeah, apostate. yeah, apostates, yeah. <laughs> Drew from her up upbringing by calling the worship a mass. Her church uses an altar and iconography, including an appropriated image of the Virgin Mary. The project, she explains, was also an acting of reclaiming a sacred space after she left the church and recognized different religious perspectives on abortions. The, the surprising thing, the surprising thing shouldn't be that this church exists, but that it hasn't happened before. A new demonic model for women. Uh, Carrie Gress says in my forthcoming book, The End of Women, How Smashing the Patriarchy Has Destroyed Us. She says, I look at the, at the earliest roots of feminism. Many contemporary feminists speak, up, speak about how the movement was hijacked by, again, communism, yeah. to everything, communism. by Marxist ideo oh. ideologies in the 60s and 70s. I decided to look at the philosophical ideas behind feminism's first wave. What I discovered was shocking. The pure movement of feminism I had hoped to find has never existed. Percy Bysshe uh, Shelley, 1792 to 1822, isn't who people really think of 
of when it comes to women's issues. This romantic poet, known for breaking taboos and seducing women, cemented the three pillars which would animate the feminist movement. Number one, to restructure society, which evolved into smashing the patriarchy, mm. removing the husband, the man. Two, free love or the end of monogamy. In other words, sleep with anybody you want. Doesn't matter, husband, Boyfriend, friend, girl, girl, girl whatever. Yeah. Number three, the occult. Mm. As the son-in-law of the feminist founder, Mary Wollstonecraft, she, uh, from 1759 to 1797, Shelley wanted to free women from what he, like his mother-in-law, considered slavery. In his fervor, Shelley created the character Asintha, a new kind of woman who lived without the ties of husband or children. Yeah. Yeah. Her one bond was to Satan. She was to become the voice of the feminist revolution. The Victorian feminist Matilda Blind, who died in 1896, described Cynthia as a new female type with no previous parallels in literature. All other women, Blind explained, quote, had depicted her invariably in her relation as either wife or mistress, mother or daughter, close quote. Mm -hmm. This new woman was no supplement to man's nature. Shelley sparked something new in women's imagination, the ideal of complete female autonomy. Mm -hmm. Eve was a trailblazer and Satan her ally in empowerment. In addition to Cynthia, Shelley reinterpreted Genesis 3, the fall of man with a woman in mind, Eve rather than the source of man's banishment from Eden, becomes a heroine, the snake who tempts Eve offers offers, a gateway, offers her gateway for truth and wisdom. Eve's temptation, Shelley's reading, is an opportunity, not a closed door. Hmm. Hmm. So Shelley's radical ideas took root and eventually influenced first Helena Blavatsky, who died in 1892, who founded Theosophy, uh, she is a Russian noblewoman. Blavatsky mm -hmm. traveled the world, supporting herself as a medium. A medium, a, that's a, a, <laughs> a cultist. Yeah, a mishmash of voodoo, <laughs> Native American spirituality, and Buddhism. Theophysy embraced a pro-Satanic counter-myth to the Bible, much like Shelley's. And the grandmother of feminism, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, died in 1902, became a theophysy mm -hmm. enthusiast, again, a student yeah. of the occult of Satanism, and applied many of his concepts to her writing. Mm -hmm. Cady Stanton, who rejected the Christianity of her youth, wrote the woman's Bible offering a feminist critique of scripture with many of the contributors, also theophysy adherents. The woman's Bible caused such a stir that she was disowned by the National American Women Suffrage Association of which she was the honorary president. So we're gonna uh, continue with Marxism, witchcraft and abortion. Theosophy never quite went away and enjoyed a resurgence in the 1960s. There he goes in 1960s again. again. Wow, what a, what a what, decade. Yeah, Gloria Steinem's mother was an adherent prior to her own mental breakdown. The three elements, the occult, free love, and smashing the patriarchy that underpinned first wave feminism were certainly not embraced by all suffra suffragettes. And that's a female advocate of the right of women to vote in the early 20th century. And that was a good thing, by the yeah. way. They were, however, the concepts that kept the feminist movement afloat until the 1960s, when a more radical version took over. Fem fem feminism was influenced by the Bolsheviks, whose regime, regime was the first to legalize abortion. 
then by the cultural Marxists of the Frankfurt School, which took it into the second wave. Second wave feminism conti continues Shelley's legacy. Mm -hmm. One of his most popular books was Robin Morgan's anthology called Sisterhood is Powerful. It was a kind of handbook for feminists working to raise their consciousness and throw off the patriarchy's shackles. Among its entries is a suggestion that the lesbian lifestyle is preferable, preferable because it naturally frees the women from men and children. The book also includes a section featuring which, uh, which is, stands for the Women's International Terrorist Conspiracy from Hell, which suggests practicing witchcraft for female em emancipation. Mm -hmm. The appendix includes spells for everyday use. The question the first wave feminist asked was how to do we help women? A noble effort. The problem is that they saw the life of men as a solution rather than helping women as women. They wanted to help women become men. No more fuss and mess of families, husbands, birth and child raising. The goal was for women to become like men or better like gods without the conf confines of bodies and human nature. For this to happen, women had to prevent and or eliminate their children and live only with potential for human life, not actual human life. California's New Church, the Church mm. of Potential Life, fetishizes what Shelley and other first wave feminists dreamed of. Now all too real for us. You know, there's a poll that came out a few years ago wow. by Catholic Vote. And the, the poll says that women wish that they could stay home. Yep. <laughs> I want to thank my, my son, my two sons and my son-in-law that are keeping their wives yes, at home, 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 having babies raising and raising the, their children. Raising their children. They, thank you. They, they get it. They yeah. definitely get it. Thank you, Paul, Josh, and Rob. And, and Rob, yeah, for being true men. <laughs> Father Chad Ripperger says that, quote, Eve stepped out from under the authority structure of Adam. That's why she was retaliated mm -hmm. against. She was guilty of usurpation. Adam was guilty of dereliction. Mm -hmm. You know what? Uh, and just uh, males don't have a monopoly on evil. There are some wicked feminine creatures identified in the Bible whose evil can sometimes put men to shame. You've got female fertility deities, witches, necromancers, mm -hmm. and evil seductresses of Palestine. Mm -hmm. They were always pulling the Israelites away from God as, as evidenced by the, such Old Testament female characters as Lilith, Astroth, Jezebel, Delilah, the witch of Endor, and others who we rebuke, reject, and renounce in Jesus' name. Go to the foot of the cross that he may do with you as he wills. Not to be outdone by other hateful feminine personalities in the New Testament, Herodias and her daughter Salome, uh, Pythonisa, the soothsayer oh, and the actual the apostles. Like that's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's great being with you. If you're in St. Louis, come join us. Yeah. And uh, at the Marion Conference at the Renaissance Hotel. And thanks, you family, for being with us every Friday, TGIF. Thank God I'm forgiven. Stay close to Jesus. Uh, let's follow God's plan and design, which is uh, patriarchy. Yes. Uh, the, the, the man is the head of home, the woman is the heart of the home. And let's keep Christ at the very center of our lives and our marriages. God yes. bless you, family. God bless keep, you. The keep the faith. Keep the faith. Stay holy or die trying. Thank you.